This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Holland Assets Podcast, episode number 139. I am your very perky host, Craig. <laughs> and over there, he's Chris. How's it going, Chris? I'm doing well. How about you? This is like my element. I, this is... This, the we we are recording early in the morning. Uh, Chris has got to catch flight, so instead of uh, my usual late afternoon libations, I've got my coffee. <laughs> I've uh, you know I'm I'm ready, Chris. Yeah, this is uh this is something different. You know what? I, I was thinking about this on the drive in. Um, you know what we're not gonna definitely not gonna have to deal with recording this early. The Air Force. The Air Force. Yeah, they're <laughs> sure as hell not out of bed yet. <laughs> says the army guy <laughs> uh well you know what if you don't have to be right well yeah i, I can't blame them they, they were smart you're, you're smart if you got in the air force instead of the army <laughs> you know my whole family my mom's side of the family are all air force so my cousin actually um is uh he's a colonel and he got switched over to space force when that uh-huh. uh when that uh happened and so he opened up the Space Force base in uh, Colorado years ago. Wow, so that's cool. it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah we got that'd some... be it'd be exciting to be. I mean, that's a new kind of a new frontier, you know. And it's, it's so to speak. Yeah, probably Bold, probably pretty go. interesting thing to be a part of. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, let let's bring this crashing back down to earth, and instead of spaceships, let's talk about trucks. Okay, shall we, you know, well, uh, Chris? Trucks. Today's topic: dispatching. Yes. Uh, which I'm going to kick off in just a moment. But before I do that, of course, I have to remind everybody to go to hollandassetsllc.com for full show notes, links, all that stuff. You can also go to motorcarrierhq.com for the tools, tips, and people that can help you uh, make the transition from an employee driver to an owner operator. Uh, let's see, what else am I forgetting? Chris. Oh, you can get merch there too. You can merch, you can get yeah. all kinds of things. Yeah. So go to motorcarrierhq.com, check out the merch. Chris Chris and I are both proudly flying our Holland Assets t-shirts today. Um, all right. So now that we've got that out of the way, Chris, let's talk dispatching. Uh, or unless you have anything else you want to to talk about first, or do you want to dive right not, in? Not really, other than, you know, this would normally be a financial episode based mm. on our, our typical cadence, but uh I'm a slacker. I've had a lot going on the last couple of weeks. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. You're a slacker. I am a slacker. I'm flying out of town early Tuesday morning. I usually have Tuesday to kind of work on things when I'm behind and I just don't quite have the financials. The book's closed for the month of September yet. So well, based, to, based on what you were saying last time, it's okay. We want to put off the paint, right? We may want. Yeah. September's yeah. probably not going to be a great month. October on the other hand, at this point so looking far in the good. month is looking optimistically good. I'm going to, I'm going to cross my fingers and we, we still have, we have all the trucks running and uh, you know, gotten su- some decent loads. And I, yeah, you're such a tease, Chris. Whew, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for October. See what happens. <laughs> all right. All right. So yeah, I, I wish I had had the camera on you in that moment. Cause then I could create a great gif of Chris shivering uh, in anticipation. <laughs> Excitement. Uh, okay. So, so dispatching, Chris, let's talk about dispatching kind of uh, how it has been for Holland Assets. You've been working with, uh, remind me his name. Jake. Jake up yep. in Idaho, right? He yep. lives up in Idaho. Black Book. 
area. In Blackfoot. Uh, don't mean to out you, Jake. Uh, don't <laughs> worry. We're not going to dox your address. Um, but Jake has been doing your dispatching for you for, gosh, four Since years one. now. Yeah, yeah. Four, four years. Jake and um, his sister Brandy's been helping out the last couple of years oh, as okay. well. So Excellent. The, the two of them. And how's it been going? We like it's Jake. It's been going and, well. Yeah, like Jake, nothing, nothing wrong with Jake per se, but we're going to make a big change. And what's that? Um, we're going to bring it in house. Oh, so we, we've, you know, I, I kind of want to give a little bit of history about this. Obviously, like, like you said, we've been working with Jake. Um, and ever since we kind of started growing, we, we've had this conversation with Jake that uh, at some point we're going to outgrow, mm. um, what your 20 dispatch and kind of what he can do. And it's going to make more sense rather than paying him to do what he does to bring it in house and, and do it. Tell me, tell me again, what was the name of his company? Your 20 Dispatch. Your 20. Yep. Okay. So your, and then two zero. Two zero. I, you know, I figured we might as well give yeah, him a shout out. Yeah. Give, so. you know, if, if you're looking for a dispatcher, Jake's been great for us. I, I, I highly recommend him. Um, he cares and works hard and, um, it's, it, he, he balances a lot of things really well and, and dispatching is not an easy job. <laughs> it, it honestly, it's, it sounds like just personality wise that is my actual personal hell um, <laughs> like thank god for people like jake yeah. because i don't have the organizational fortitude required yeah. to you, do a job like that like to be able to do it well like you have to multitask yeah. like beyond what most people are capable of doing so yeah anyway uh so shout out to jake so it's been it's been four years now with Jake, but you said, uh, you know, we are going to outgrow you eventually. And you feel like you're at that point then. Yes and no. We, we, we are, but we're actually kind of doing this probably a little sooner than we would have otherwise. And, it, mm. and, and really it's kind of boiled down to what, why are we doing it now? It's a financial thing. Okay. You know, last episode we talked about many mickle make a muckle. Well, this is kind of one of our, yeah, thanks for bringing that phrase yeah. back up. <laughs> this is one of our bigger mickles. Um, it, it's a change that we feel like we need to make to be able to bring Holland assets back in line with being, um, financially stable. I mean, it's a, it, you know, it's a pretty big expense. It's one of our bigger expenses every month, the, what we pay for our dispatching service. Um, and, and it's, you know, it's, it's been worth it, but we're getting to the point scale size wise that we're on that cusp of where it's starting to make sense to do it ourselves. And, um, you know, when we're looking at, okay, we need to look at seriously what expenses should we cut? Do we need to cut? And we just, we feel like this one's one that at this point to kind of help us get in a in more stable footing yeah. we need to do. And so what we're going to do is we're going to make that transition slowly. And, and this is one of the things that we've talked about with Jake, you know, for a couple of years now that when the time comes, you know, we want to give him ramp time to kind of um, be able to not suffer too much on his side of the mm -hmm. business. Um, and, and it's actually it's, to do it slowly is good for us too. So kind of the plan is over the next um, five to six months, we're going to bring on two trucks a month and, for, and, and for do it six months for, for roughly six months. And that'll bring all of our trucks from Jake to us. Oh, I see so what you're not saying. adding six <laughs> trucks. We're, we're, I said, uh, what? Yeah. So <laughs> we'll bring two trucks that from Jake's him. dispatching to us. And so who's going to be doing that dispatching in-house then? 
don't say it chris don't i you know what you're looking at me like this and i i you're making me nervous uh yours truly oh boy at least for probably six months to a year um for for a lot of different reasons um one of them you know we we've kind of come together as you know with with brad with chet with um nate and they're going to kind of take um some of the responsibilities off of my shoulder Mm. or we're going to do some things to kind of make it so that so you're, can, you're shuffling you're not just adding yeah. and and nate's taking a role in this too he nate has the better relationships he, he's done more of the networking with our direct shippers so he's actually going to take the lead on finding and kind of coordinating those loads for the most part mm-hmm. i'm going to do most of the you know what we need to find on the spot market and and that kind of thing and so um we've actually already started I've been, uh, wow. we, we brought the first two trucks over last week and uh, I've, I've been doing it for about a week now. Um, and it's, it's been a good experience. It's been a learning experience. Yeah. I'm, it's kind of one of those things where I'm like super excited, but also kind of dread it. Cause it, it is, it's a, um, it's a lot of work. It, it's going to be, you know, kind of like drinking out of a fire hose for a little while. Like I, I, I know dispatching well, but I'll still have a lot to learn. I mean, there's a difference between knowing and doing, right? Yeah. And, and until you do, you yeah. don't truly know. Right? For sure. So, uh, yeah. No, this is, uh, as Vice President Joe Biden would say, this is a big effing deal. <laughs> this is a lot. It's a lot to take it on. It is a lot. Um, okay. So, six months transition, uh, a couple trucks a month, bringing those over. Uh, you're going to be doing this. Is the plan, uh, is there a plan eventually to have uh, an in-house dispatcher or is this going to be a shared responsibility going forward for the foreseeable future? Cause that would be a huge expense, right? At, to bring at, on a, a full timer at some point. Yes. But honestly, a full-time employee probably at the level that we would bring on to do this, it would be less expensive one than, than mm. what we're currently paying your 20 dispatch. Yeah. So, um, in the long run, yes, we'll probably hire one, maybe even two employees to kind of help with the, the dispatching piece. But that's, like I said, that's that's down the road. I, I'm going to do this for six months to a year. Um, and, and I think there's more than just to save on the expense. And, and there's more reason behind having me do it. I, I think if I can do it for six months to a year and kind of really develop some good processes, systems, procedures, um, on on dispatching, it'll make it easier to train new mm. people when they come on board yeah. and, and make it so that they're more effective. And so that's a good reason to have me do it for a while. And the other thing is I think it'll, you know, make some really good content for a podcast that I do. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, now you're talking, now you're speaking my language. We'll have topics, we'll have uh, tips and tricks. And- I, I think we'll probably do a lot of episodes that uh, center around dispatching and, and finding loads. Well, that, so I you think know, it'll be good. That was the magic of um, the first year of podcast was when you were in the truck, we got to make a lot of fun of you for the mistakes <laughs> that you made, right? Yeah, well, that, there, there will be some of that for sure. <laughs> let's bring it back, Chris. Yep. Okay, so so looking forward into the future, um, let's see, you said, uh, you said there's going to be some shared responsibility between you and Nate and, and some others. Um, we, what what is that going to look like? How are you guys going to divvy that up? Is it all just kind of hey, you're going to take the next two trucks, um, and I'll show you the ropes? I, I, how does I, that I go? think probably for the first six or so, it'll probably be just me mostly doing that outbound stuff. So Nate's 
going to be doing um, the direct shipper stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Excuse me. I'm going to also probably do a little bit of cross training with, with Nate and Brad so they can kind of back me up when mm. like I'm in a meeting or I'm not available or, or you want to take a freaking on, vacation or, or something. Or I need to take a vacation. Yeah. Um, they, they'll, they'll kind of back me up a little bit and then they'll also, I mean, again, it's, that's one of the, in an organization, it, it's very beneficial and healthy to have as many people mm. as possible kind of know how to do a job and, and so that'll help. But we've, We've also, we're kind of transitioning some responsibilities that, uh, you know, like we'll probably do s- shift some stuff from Brad to Nate so that maybe Brad can help me out a little bit. We haven't really nailed down exactly what that means yet. Yeah. I, I think the big moving pieces of that are probably a month or two away. Right. But one of the other things, you know, speaking about the organization of, of Holland Assets that we want to be absolutely sure of is... We're, we're trying to do this in a manner that's going to cause the least amount of um, disruption, disruption. Uh-huh. with our drivers. Jinx. So, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I hit, does that, I hit you, right? No, is no, no. You owe me a Coke, oh, I think. Is it? Okay, yeah. I'll buy you a Coke. That, that sounds much nicer than getting decked <laughs> by an army guy. <laughs> uh, okay, so minimal impact on the drivers. It, do it, Tell me, the ignorant moron, uh, you know, not the very smart truckers who are listening to this, but do they interface directly uh, with Jake or with a dispatcher or has it always been kind of through your uh, software? No, that they're they, getting they, their. Yeah, they definitely interact with. Yeah. Um, with, you know, that Brandy and Jake, those two, yeah. for the most part, anything when when a driver has a question about anything that deals with the load or anything like that, it's always they're they're working with whoever's dispatching them. So now you're going to force them to talk to you more. Yeah. yeah I've, uh, Don and Don and Brad have, have had probably their <laughs> fair share of me in the last week. <laughs> okay. Right on. All right. Uh, yeah. I'm just trying to get a picture of, of what that's going to look like. Any other, uh, impact for the drivers that I'm not thinking of? It, it shouldn't, you know, I, along with kind of this transition, you know, last week, the last episode, when we talked about some of the little changes that we're making, you know, it's going to be easier to integrate those with um, me dispatching, you know, specifically on, you know, coordinating like a, a, an early pickup on a load where, you know, we can pick up a load on, it's scheduled to pick up on Tuesday, but you really don't have to leave till Wednesday. So the driver gets a little more home time. The mm. truck gets essentially employed sooner. I'll be able to coordinate that better with either me or Nate, because I can do that sometimes. Mm. He'll be able to do that sometimes. It'll, I, I think it'll make a lot of things smoother that way. And, and, and ultimately we want to make the drivers more efficient so that they get to drive more miles when they're on the road and, and be off when they're off. And, yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of one of our, our big goal. goals with this. And I, and I think bringing the dispatching in house will help with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, going forward then, as you said, we'll probably have uh, plenty of episodes about this. We'll talk about, it, you know, maybe we'll do a, a little retrospective in a couple of months and say, okay, how's it going? What have you been learning about dispatching? Um, and then, you know, we can also talk about how to train somebody in this or what, you know, what it looks like once you've got it all in house. Um, so yeah, we'll have plenty to talk about, I think over yeah. the next few months, but is there anything else on this subject that you want to uh, go through today? 
Not, not really. That's kind of it. Just kind of want to let everybody know what we're doing and, and hopefully get people excited to hopefully have some pretty good podcast episodes yeah. in the next six months or a year. Well, I'll tell you what I'd love, Chris, is uh, I would love if, you know, a week or a month from now, you get a call from Jake and Jake says, hey, thanks. I got three calls from your listeners. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. That would be nice. <laughs> Who were looking for dispatchers. So you're 20 um y-o-u-r your 20 uh dispatching yeah. and if you can't find them for some reason you know, feel free to shoot me an email chris mm -hmm. at com, and i'll get you in contact with jake yep yeah sounds great um yeah that'd be awesome well we need to get you to the airport chris <laughs> uh but before you go this is a pretty short episode and you know what i do on short episodes oh you're gonna tell us a story i'll tell you a little story yes. I, I know we need to get you out of here but uh but chris you know i recently went to germany uh, I think I mentioned this to the uh, to the listeners because we had to record a week ahead of time so I could get out of town. Uh, what I did in Germany was I put a backpack on my back and I didn't do the European backpacking thing where you take your backpack from the hotel to the train <laughs> and then go to the next town. Right. I, I walked about 100 miles from Nuremberg to Munich to that's, go to Oktoberfest. So cool. It was my uh, my own little personal beer pilgrimage. Right? <laughs> it was it was amazing. I'll bet it was. It was so How many pints of beer did you drink? I don't want to talk about it, okay? <laughs> All right. So your liver okay? <laughs> it's you know what? The the coffee this morning is helping quite a bit. Uh no, this was a few weeks ago now. So <laughs> anyway, but what I did was uh, you know, starting in around Nuremberg, walked south and then hit just like five different little towns on my way. And when I say little, the, the biggest place I went was Ingolstadt. That's where the Audi factory is. But mostly it was um, tiny, like 20 house villages with one hotel in the middle of it or an inn, right? Something straight out of a Western or like a, a fantasy book or something where you got the inn in the middle of town and the stranger walks in like that was me. And the whole room would turn and look at me like, what the heck? <laughs> What's this guy? Who are you? You know, like people don't come here. Like I came here. Who's this guy wearing this Holland Assets podcast shirt? <laughs> Everywhere he goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, the story goes in the first village I stopped at, the first day of walking, I'm, I went 18 miles. I'm tired. My feet hurt. My buddy's with me. He tapped out after that day. It was a tough day. <laughs> uh, he couldn't keep doing the walk. I kept going. But anyway, <clears throat> we walk into this hotel, sit down for dinner, and there are two people there who speak English. One was one of the waitresses, uh, and she speak she spoke pretty good English. But then the other one was a patron there. Uh, so this guy who lived in the little village. Uh, and he came over and he, he heard us speaking English and, Hey, how are you doing? And, and sat down and, uh, got to know his story a little bit. This guy, his name was Alois, uh, you know, the anglicized version of uh, however he says his name. Right. But the story of Alois was, he, um, he says, I, I, I said, where do you speak English? He goes, I learned it in Missouri. I lived in Missouri in the eighties. What did you do in Missouri in the 80s? Tiny German village man, Alois. He says, I drove truck. Yes, you're kidding me. That... <laughs> says, I drove truck in Missouri in the 80s. Uh, oh for, and I, I don't know who it was for. I, um, I think it was pretty regional or local. Um, but he says all of his coworkers couldn't pronounce his name. 
He goes, but I was I was a womanizer. <laughs> and so so they gave me a nickname. I said, what was your nickname, Alois? He goes, Randy Andy. <laughs> That's and uh, anyway, so so Randy Andy and I sat, we, we drank and talked for two hours in delightfully broken English together. Um, and he kept feeding me raspberry schnapps, which was like that town's <laughs> specialty. And it was uh, it was an absolutely delightful evening. And he'll never hear this, but shout out to Alois or Randy Andy, as we like to call him. <laughs> that was his CB handle, Randy Andy. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah, probably. Anyway, yeah. Ladies just... run. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know who you're going to run into. That on that, an adventure like that that's a pretty cool story i mean what are the odds of that, that oh, you yeah. on your walk in germany would run into a guy that drove truck in missouri yeah yeah that's pretty cool and and me the uh the kind of long-haired hippie podcaster gets to say so what kind of equipment were you on <laughs> <laughs> he's driving a pete i'm sure yeah no doubt no <laughs> doubt yeah he does seem the type all right so there you go. Thus ends this episode of Holland Assets. So like I said, go to hollandassetsllc.com. Uh, go to motorcarrierhq.com. Buy that merch. We want to see you proudly waving that flag. Um, so if you send us a picture of uh, you in your Holland Assets gear, a hat or a t-shirt, whatever you end up getting, uh, I think we'd like to put that on the Facebook sweet. page. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll send you a picture of me and uh, Randy Andy nice. for you to put up. Awesome. And uh, anyway, everybody, thanks for listening. We will keep you up to date on financials and dispatching and all that stuff here going forward. Uh, and we will see you next time. See you then. See you then.